In this podcast, we talked to Melissa Sinsyrok, Associate Director of Admissions of Salis University. She talks to us about the Occupational Therapy Program and tips and tricks for application. So can you first introduce yourself? So my name is Melissa Sinsyrok, and I'm an Associate Director of Admissions here at Salis University. So what is the curriculum within the Occupational Therapy Program like? So I'm going to start chronologically and say that before our students even officially start the program, we offer an optional boot camp over the summer for incoming students to help them with the transition to graduate school, because we know that, um, you know, the transition is a pretty big one, and we want to make sure that our students hit the ground running in August. So this boot camp program gives students a chance to get to know each other, um, to meet the faculty, um, all of this before the program starts, and then it also eases them into our program in the university. From there, once students officially start, our program is a 23-month program, which includes didactic coursework, fieldwork experiences, and a capstone project. Um, as first years, in addition to the didactic coursework, students will also have three one-week-long fieldwork rotations, and as second-year students, they'll have two fieldwork rotations that total 24 weeks. Um, and so the way that those 24 weeks are split up is that the second year rotations are usually in um, two different 12 week rotations. And so I think the thing that really makes our program stand out is the exposure that our students get um, during these rotations to different emerging areas of practice across the lifespan. So for example, we have faculty and students working with local museums, they're working with nonprofits that provide home modification recommendations, um, and they also work at places like the Breastfeeding Resource Center. What is the admissions timeline for the OT program? So we operate on a rolling admissions basis, and we always recommend that students apply earlier rather than later. Um, the earlier you apply, the more seats and scholarships that are going to be available. Uh, the OTCAS application usually opens at the end of July, and it takes OTCAS a few weeks to verify each application, um, which means we usually start reviewing applications in August with our first interview starting sometime in September. When we receive the verified applications, the most competitive applicants are typically invited to interview within a few weeks. Um, but even if you aren't invited to interview right off the bat, it doesn't mean that you won't get invited to interview a little bit later, since we do re-review applications regularly, uh, just to account for any application updates that students might have added. Um, once students have been invited to interview, once they have interviewed and they've completed um, both the faculty and admissions interview parts of the process, candidates can expect to hear back within maybe two to three weeks. Um, students are usually pretty pleasantly surprised by how quickly our process moves. Um, and for some students, it's amazing because they might know, you know, by the end of September, whether or not they've been accepted to uh, a graduate school. What on-campus and or off-campus facilities does the OT program have? Um, here on the main campus at South, we have a really great lab space called the Share Lab, where students are taught adapted activities of daily living skills. Um, things such as toileting and bathing, just to name a few. Um, we do have a cadaver lab on campus as well, which students find really helpful um, in reinforcing what they've learned during their anatomy courses. We recently opened our Occupational Therapy Institute, or OTI, back in January of 2021. So OTI provides free individual and group services, uh, including direct one-to-one -one services for clients all across the lifespan. And this is also really helpful for us too, in that it also provides clinical experience for our fieldwork students. 
Outside of academics, what is campus and student life like at Salus? Salus is located in a suburban area, so our students get the best of both worlds. We're about maybe 20 minutes away from the hospitals and medical centers in Center City, Philadelphia, not to mention all of the great museums, restaurants, entertainment values, um, that kind of, kind of thing. Um, and on the other hand, we're also really close to great parks and trails and other suburban amenities. So as someone who grew up in rural upstate New York, I think Elkins Park in the Philadelphia area um, is just a really great, comfortable and affordable place to live. Um, as far as campus itself goes, even though our campus is pretty compact, there's uh, a ton going on. Um, students in the OT program are really active with SOTA, the Student Occupational Therapy Association, and we also have an OT Honor Society. Um, and those are great organizations for students who want to join um, something specifically related to their profession. Salus also has affinity groups such as the Sexuality and Gender Alliance at Salus organization and the Black Student Union as well as interprofessional organizations such as the National Perinatal Association Student Society. So you can see that these types of organizations give students the opportunity to meet students from all the other programs we offer here at Salus. What are some admissions requirements and or tips for the OT program? Yeah, so before I get going and prospective students start taking notes furiously. I just want to reassure everyone that the requirements are all listed on our website, um, but I'm definitely happy to elaborate on a few of the requirements. The most obvious requirement is the application itself, which can be found at www.otcast.org. And for students who use things like the Common App or the Coalition App when they were applying to undergrad, this is a pretty similar concept where you put your information into one place and it can be viewed by multiple schools. So this OTCAST application will include things like basic biographical information. It'll give you spaces to input your essay, the email addresses um, of your letters of recommendation authors, um, transcript information, and also experiences commonly found on a resume. Students will also need to send all of their transcripts to OTCAST and not to Salus um, for verification. So when students are adding information from the transcripts, they'll also need to select the courses that they believe fulfill all of our requirements. Um, so I'm not gonna list them here, but all of the prereqs can be found on our website and have to be passed with a grade of B minus or higher. Uh, I also mentioned earlier um, the letters of recommendation. So we require three letters of recommendation. One should be from a teaching faculty member or a supervisor, and the other two should be from people with authority. Um, so this can include people such as an OT, other faculty members, or work supervisors. Um, but if you have any questions about whether or not a letter will qualify, you know, you're, you're welcome to reach out. Um, I also do want to point out that neither the GRE nor observation hours are required for the cycle, um, but you can certainly add this information if you have it. Um, with that said, we definitely recommend that students shadow an OT if possible, or at the very least do all they can to learn about the profession. Um, because questions about the profession will definitely come up during the interview stages. Um, certainly, we aren't trying to make anyone jump through hoops with the observation and um, profession research questions, um, but we just want to make sure that our candidates know exactly what OT is. We want to make sure that they know what they're getting themselves into. As far as admissions tips go, we always recommend that students apply sooner rather than later you know, again, we, we do operate on a rolling admissions basis. So the earlier students apply, 
the more seats and scholarship dollars um, there are going to be available at the time. Um, students also always ask us, you know, what makes an ideal candidate? You know, what can I do to make myself just, you know, irresistible to this committee? Um, but there really isn't a cut and dry answer. Um, so the committee views files holistically and they like to see everything that our candidates can bring to the table. So, you know, of course we wanna make sure that candidates are academically prepared, um, but certainly we care about things like their leadership experiences, their shadowing experiences, um, their interest in the profession, uh, work extracurricular um, involvement and that type of thing as well. So after they apply and do all that stuff, what is the evaluation process um, for the OT program? Sure. So once a student's application has been verified by OTCAS, it does take us a few weeks to review the applications because we get a lot. Um, but from there, the most competitive candidates usually hear back within about a week or two. Um, about scheduling an interview. So currently interviews are being conducted online in two parts. First, students meet with a faculty member and this is a closed file interview, which means that the faculty member doesn't know anything about the candidate, except that they are interested in occupational therapy. Um, this is intentional since we want the faculty member's assessment of a student to be based purely on the interview and nothing else. After that, candidates will meet with an admissions officer um, often this is on a different day as their faculty interview. Um, and this is the opposite of the faculty interview in that the admissions officer will have read the candidate's application from, from start to finish. Um, this uh, admissions interview is more of a file review than anything else. And it's really neat in that it gives the candidate a chance to mention anything they may have forgotten to discuss during the faculty interview, um, which is something that I like because you know, we know that students are understandably nervous during the faculty interview and maybe after sleeping on every single word that they said, um, they'll remember that they have something else to add. So um, the interviews aren't meant to be scary or intimidating. And actually most candidates tell us that they're relieved that the interview seems really conversational. After both the faculty and the admissions interview are done, the committee meets to review the files. So they discuss the interviews, they discuss um, the academics, extracurriculars, that type of thing. Um, and candidates can expect to hear back within two to three weeks after interviewing. Um, and then lastly, is there just anything else you would like to add about the program or anything you had mentioned today? Sure, I could talk about this program all day. So um, I'll just start <laughs> with saying that, you know, grad school is a big investment and we totally understand that. Um, but with that said, we think it's certainly a worthwhile investment and that, our OT department and the university as a whole are really committed to our student success. Um, and I think this is reflected in the 100% NBCOT pass rate and the 99% graduation rate that we have over the past four years. Um, also, while I suspect that most people listening to this podcast are interested in our MSOT program, we do offer a post-professional OTD program, which is designed for working professionals but can also be started during the second year of our MSOT program for students who are interested. Um, and the post-professional OTD program is just really unique in that it offers three specialty tracks taught by leaders in their fields. Um, we offer specialty tracks in remedial vision, low vision, and health and wellness. Um, so I think this is um, pretty unique compared to any other OTD programs that are out there. And then I guess the last point I would make is that our faculty are really what make the program. Um, so in addition to just being genuinely kind, compassionate and caring people, 
They have so much experience in different areas of OT from pediatrics, early intervention and school-based practice to acute care, aging in place and adult rehab to hands and upper quarter, health and wellness, mental health and community practice. Uh, so I guess I'm biased, but um, for all these, these reasons and more, I think Salus is a great place for students to study OT. For more information about the Occupational Therapy Program or how to apply, you can visit salus.edu admissions.